Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, July 23rd. As we continue our celebration of Silver Anniversaries albums released in 1996, today we celebrate Soundgarden, Down on the Upside, released May 21st of 1996. This is their last album until 2012's King Animal. 16 years. Now, one week before the main release, on May 14th of 96, they released 10,000 copies on vinyl. Mm. It debuted at number two behind the score from the Fugees. Mm. That's also a good album. Critics said it was looser and more raw and live-sounding follow-up to Super Unknown. That's a fair assessment. That's exactly what they were going for. Right. They also called it overlong and said that judicious trimming could have benefited the final product. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for being the creative artist behind that. That's ridiculous. Thanks for using your eraser, sir. Yeah, like, come on, man. What are you thinking? That's ridiculous. Don't, that song is a little bit too long for me. Like, I mean, I get it if it's just droning on and droning on, but mm, apple bite. But even then, this is their kind of thing, you know. I, it is I, their kind of thing, that's yeah, for sure. Whatever. It was self-produced, and you know, it's not as heavy or dark as you know, Super Unknown or Bad Motorfinger. So, I mean, they're kind of going a little bit of a different direction with this album as well. And when they got into the studio, which was actually um, owned by Stone Gossard. Um, um, From Pearl Jam. Yeah. Um, well, they did two different studios. I can't remember which one was his. It, was, it did Bad Animal Studio and Studio Litho. Uh, I think Studio Litho is his. Anyways, whatever. Um, but they, like, they left in some... Like feedback, they left in guitars that were a little bit out of tune. It wasn't it's less polished. Yeah, it's less polished. They they wanted those imperfections, authenticity, exactly. And you know, and super unknown. My goodness, that album is like perfect. It's like completely polished, and they went through and scrubbed every little thing about it. And that yeah, black it's a, hole sun is shiny. Yeah, but. It's a great, it's a great record, but I feel like this is equal to that record, and you you get more of the grittiness, the true sound of Soundgarden in a live performance, and I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, more of that connection. Yeah, and not they didn't look into this detailed production of going in and we're going to make an album and it's going to take us. Two years, and we're going to... blah, 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 blah. they did kind of lose focus a little bit, and they were sent Adam Casper, who produced this album and the next one with them. Mm-hmm. And he won a Grammy for two albums working with the Foo Fighters. Oh, that's cool. And also has worked with Pearl Jam, Queens of the Stone Age, and Eddie Vedder solo. Hmm. The title, Down on the Upside, comes from the song Dusty. I think it's turning back on me. I'm down on the upside. Mm -hmm. 
But Chris Cornell said that they don't like naming albums after song titles because it draws unnecessary attention to the song. I'll agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's Hide like, it deep. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of times when you pick an album out, you see that title track, and you're, you're immediately drawn to it, you know? Because it's what they named this album. So I can I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, the song that I always gravitated towards was um, "Blow Up the uh, Blow Up the Outside," just because uh, you know it's just a rocking song. Um, one of the songs I found most interesting was Ty Cobb because uh, Chris Cornell plays a mandolin on it. That's a pretty awesome little feature of a Soundgarden album. Absolutely. Well. It- he and uh, Shepard played uh, the mandolin and the mandola, which I had to look up. A mandol, a mandolin is to a mandola as a violin is to a viola. Hmm. It's larger, has a slightly richer, lower sound. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Ty Cobb's interesting. Um, Chris Cornell actually was asked about that, and being a baseball fan, of course, I was intrigued. I was like, hmm, Ty Cobb, tell me more. He said that was a song that really came from the guitar itself. It was mostly like the guitar was dictating what the lyrics should be and creating a mental image. The mental image was this sort of destitute guy I guess he'd lost his cool, if you want to put it that way. He's sort of coming to grips with what had happened, not necessarily feeling particularly emotional about it either way. He's trying to figure out how he would stand up and put one foot in front of the other, or not. And the song never really resolves any of that. It's just that moment of someone sitting in the dirt. I had more moments like that after that song was written than I ever had before it was, so it means a lot more to me now than it did then. Hmm. That's uh, that makes me think of uh, what's that Doors song, "Riders on the Storm." Yeah, "Riders on the Storm." Makes me think of that. Hmm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, this is a solid, solid, solid album, um, and it's not. It's not like a metal album. It's not that heavy. It's not that grungy. It's like a transition of what Soundgarden was finishing off as and into kind of what Chris Cornell was becoming. Um, I mean, I love the other members of the band. I'm not trying to slight them at all. Kim Thiel was great, but he was a heavy guitar player. And I think that Chris Cornell was kind of wanting to go a different direction and wanted to grow as an artist I'm not saying Kim Thiel didn't want to grow as an artist I feel like he was really really good at playing those licks and he didn't exactly want to change that I think Chris Cornell did and I know the band had problems because of it Um, when you start to not share a vision anymore it gets complicated that's why they didn't make another record for 16 years but uh Anyways, the uh, the album for the day today, July 23rd, is Down on the Upside, the fifth album from Soundgarden. Uh, be sure to give us a like, a follow, subscribe, 
Let us know what your favorite albums are. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Blow up the outside. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woo-hoo!